0: Welcome back to Embodied Beauty. I'm Krista Bukhari, and I'm feeling very vulnerable today and processing a lot and going through a lot of healing. And December is really a very healing month. It's a time to let go of a lot of things, process a lot of things, and figure out what you don't want to carry into 2024 with you. And those things might come up in the form of triggers And tests and challenges and ruminations and things that feel heavy and feel bottomless and are taking over your mind space and also feel like unsolvable. And it doesn't mean that they're not solvable, it just feels like when I tap into the energy, it's like it needs airtime. So, so often during healing processes, We try to journal through them, sit with things, um, release the energy from our body and replace them with a higher frequency. And that's all helpful. But I'm running into things lately where it seems like I can't get the hook and pull them off stage. They just want to be heard. They need airtime. It's like they need to be sat down with, seen, seen. They want me to sit down and have a drink with them. (laughs) They want me to listen and experience it. And it's not something that can be just quickly healed. And healing is also not a linear process. And sometimes sitting with the thing, with the feeling, and seeing it, feeling it, hearing it, mirroring it, is what is required for whatever it is to feel satisfied and ready to move on. So I guess that's a very peculiar way to explain the difference between not resisting the item that you want to heal and trying to bypass it through releasing it from your body and moving light through your body and replacing it with a higher frequency because that's all required and that's all necessary, but you can't move these things too fast. It's like you can only move through things at the pace that's proper for them. And so right now I'm feeling like a boulder in my chest and I'm feeling the sensation of something that I'm going through that I want to heal. And it's just something that I can't rush. And you can probably hear it in my voice that I'm like deep in this process. And this episode almost feels selfish because I am really really in it and I'm really deeply processing something. And if I am, then it means that you are too. And so instead of trying to move through things too quickly and release them too quickly and just want to get on to the next thing, I need to sit with it and process it. And I think part of that healing is also sharing it with you because if I'm feeling it, you're feeling it in some other shape uh, shape or form. So I want to share something that came up for me yesterday when I was in a woman's circle. That was very beautiful, but women's circles are funny because they're so healing and so nourishing and so uplifting, but they're also really confronting. It's like we're sitting across from these beautiful mirrors of all these different aspects of ourselves, and there's always a vulnerability hangover afterward of like how much I've shared or how much I've um, divulged about myself. And... It it's so apparent that like the older I get, there's just, I don't have the ability to hold back in these situations. And I'm always going to have a little bit of a vulnerability hangover, but like they're worth it. And also last episode, we talked about self-love and radical self-love and a big part of radical self-love for me is not fixating on not curating my image perfectly and presenting myself perfectly and saying vulnerable things and saying things that maybe I'm embarrassed of or shedding light on the darkest shadows that feel hard to be identified with, but they're just part of who you are. And so at the risk of being completely vulnerable, it's just, this is the process that we need for healing so often. So a big theme that came up yesterday was making decisions from an empowered place. Because a lot of you know, and I I just, I'm so tired of harping on it and talking about it, but apparently there's just still a lot under the surface that needs to get healed and <laughs> processed. Um, in terms of decisions I've made um, about my body and decisions that I am trying to integrate and shadow aspects that I'm trying to integrate and trying to take full ownership so that I can move into joy. Um, there are some things that still drag me down and I'm really working on embodying the paradox of being a woman, a natural woman, and someone who sees herself as fully natural, but has made decisions from an attempt to reclaim myself. I'm like trying not to cry, but also not trying not to cry. It's like, what's what's the line here? I don't want to just be like sobbing in your ear. I'm trying to let it just flow, but also not like just be like whiny. <laughs> um, but this, like I said, this episode is going to be a deep one and it's going to be um, a vulnerable one. And I do have something important to share with you. So I think the best way to start with this is to talk about the embodied, no, not the embodied, the balanced beauty spectrum. This is part of embodied beauty, of course, but the balanced beauty spectrum is something that I have created in my mind um, that I see as kind of like your journey to back to yourself and the way in which you express yourself physically and it's something that every culture has and it's um, not something that is literally spoken of but it's something that um, well I've created it so here here we go so I have my hands held up like a goal post right now Like I have two sides so like I'm holding my hands up and there's if you think of a spectrum like something that's a continuum it's a balanced beauty continuum let's call it at the beginning of the continuum, is being completely natural. So super crunchy, uh, like no makeup, no hair dye, um, no anything. Just like uber natural products, like living as close to nature as possible. I feel like maybe 0.01% of the population in the world lives here, just based on society and based on our lives, okay? This is like off-grid, homestead, like the most natural, and maybe it's not even that, it's just the most natural body care possible. And then the other, the far, far end of the continuum is um, completely altered, like hair dye, Botox fillers, uh, or surgeries, alterations, um, like kind of like when you see like those shows like botched or you see the shows of people who are just like deep, 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 classic surgery culture and you like these women look like statues um that's kind of what I'm the the far far end of the spectrum and then there's something in between you know there's this middle portion of like painting your nails dyeing your hair um maybe dabbling in like some lasers or like like just like mild things and then like there's like you know if you lean a little further towards the fully altered end of the spectrum, it's like uh, breast implants or like um, just things like that. And then there's this continuum. So what I'm trying to explain is that there is a spectrum of of natural lifestyle, and what I'm finding is you will be at different aspects and parts of this scale based on where you are in your current self relationship, and. It's okay to be anywhere on this spectrum and you can always find a place that feels balanced to you. So for instance, I like to color my hair. I do it maybe twice a year. I get like a full head of beautifully tiny, tiny, tiny natural looking painted highlights. And then I tone the whole thing down and that's like my, my hair process. Um, I don't paint my nails At all because I'm a massage therapist and I was taught in school to never paint your nails and it's pointless because I wash my hands so much that it's like it just chips off anyway and I'm not into having like gel manicures because I don't want to have something that's constantly on my body that has a toxic load. That being said, I have breast implants and I got them almost 10 years ago at this point, not quite that long And I got a breast reduction when I was a teenager and I've mentioned this to you guys and that was like a good decision for me at the time I think but then it became a very traumatic experience for me once I had realized what I had done and I felt like I couldn't even connect back to what my body was and I don't even have memories of like standing in front of a mirror and looking at my body like I I think I just kept myself covered like, the whole time, and then I just, like, changed them. I don't have um, sexual experiences mentally with my breasts. Like, I definitely had sexual experiences at that time when I was 16. I did, but I remember having a bra on. Like, I don't really remember, like, having any type of connection Um, and not that sexual experiences are, are, like, your connection to your breasts, but as a young woman, like, Part of the feedback loop of understanding who you are sexually is through your expression physically and breasts are a big part of that. And so I think that once I realized that I have just blacked out, like completely blacked out that part of my life, it it started to create a lot of disconnect and a lot of dysphoria in my body and in myself. So, God, part of my healing journey has been to reclaim myself and part of reclaiming something that I had lost from a time when I was just very disassociated was getting my breast implants in my late 20s and we'll do a full breast implant episode when I feel up for it (laughs) like you know I talk about like I want to talk about like placement under muscle over muscle um different options and all of that and I'm not condoning breast implants. I know a lot of people have issues with them and I understand that there's like a foreign object in your body and this is part of my battle, right? Because I don't have issues. And objectively, I'm really happy that I have them because they have, they have helped me so much in terms of making empowered decisions. So this is what I wanna to talk to you about is it's not about making 100% natural choices all the time or else you're bad. It's like making choices from a place of empowerment and a place of this is what I need to heal and I don't care if it's the best choice physically because not every choice is amazing for you physically but you know mentally you fucking need it and at the time I needed it. If I, if I could do it over and I can't even play that game, but like, let's say that like, I never got the implants and I wanted to do something because I had this reduction so many years ago, like over half my life ago. And I, um, had a lot of weight fluctuations, as I mentioned in the why diets fail without fail episode. And it's like my breasts, it took a toll on my body. Like it took a toll, the stretching and the the back and forth, like it took a toll. So I did like, I am a very aesthetic person and I'm very perfectionistic, as you know, like welcome to my world. Um, not always, but sometimes. And I feel like I would have wanted to do something shape wise. I probably would have done a little bit of a lift or something and not a lift, like a tuck. Like I probably would have done like some uh, some tightening to help have a more aesthetic shape. A pleasing shape for me, um, without the implants. But the, at the time, like my surgeon also didn't want to like risk nipple blood supply because I'd already had a procedure. And so the least harmful option at the time seemed to just p- place a small implant above the muscle. It was very non-invasive in that way, um, to give me a, a more restored shape. And it, my implants are also so small. They're like, I wanted bigger ones, but I couldn't fit them because of my scar tissue. So I, Um, they couldn't fit them. And my surgeon took like three hours trying to get the right, and make the right call for me, like shape, size. Um, And I'm so grateful that he made a decision that I wasn't uh, present for. (laughs) That was so, um, he prioritized shape over size and that was the right choice, 100%. And I went through a whole period of wanting them to be bigger and um, being upset and dysphoric about that. And now I'm like, I don't care. I'm thrilled, you know, I'm thrilled that they are like, Chameleon like, and I can flaunt them or hide them, or um, minimize or maximize. And they're comfortable. I go braless all the time. Just like I'm very happy with the smaller modest shape uh, um, size. They're like 225 um, CCs, which is like very very tiny. If you know anything about breast implant size, and it's not really about. Size, necessarily, it's more about, like, your size starting out and placement and um, profile and, like, God, breast implants, we'll just do a whole episode on it. I, I promise you we'll get there. Anyway, so back to making empowered choices. Like, so obviously, if I'm talking about getting a lift or getting a tuck or getting a reshaping, like, without implants, with implants or not, it's, like, I'm talking about making empowered choices and... It's not about like, you must accept every single aspect of yourself. And if you don't accept every single aspect of yourself, then you are wrong and, um, and that you're failing at being a loving, a self-loving woman. That's not true. Like, I think every single culture has their different versions of, uh, body modification and alteration as a form of your expression. And sometimes like I used to feel very strongly that I, you know, needed the implants to feel restored. And now I feel less like that. But if they came out, you bet your ass, I would probably reshape them a bit. And it's like being okay. Like, I just want to be okay with wanting to be beautiful, wanting to feel beautiful and doing things that make me feel beautiful. And that's how I want you to live too. Because I used to, like, think that my soapbox was, like, uh, you know, no Botox, no fillers. You're not allowed to do anything unnatural to your face or to your body. Like, you should just love yourself. Like, I used to think that that was my soapbox, but it's just not. Like, it's just not. Like, yes, I think there are downsides to Botox and fillers, obviously. Um, that was, you know, all I went over that deeply in um, the six practices to a younger face episode. I do think that those are not sustainable options. Like they actually don't help your beauty. But I read a comment on Instagram the other day and a woman was talking about how, I don't know this person, but she was talking about how when she got Botox, it was a way of her reclaiming her lost youth due to trauma. And that was like what felt right to her to like relax her facial expressions because that's what she how she knew how. And it was like, That's really how I felt about my implants. Like they were a way to reclaim part of my lost self. And I was really grateful that I was able to get them. And that was a very empowered decision, a long process. I had to face a lot of my trauma, go to a lot of different surgeons and have them like tell me that my scar pattern was like done poorly. And like I've had a lot of like negative like when you open yourself up to a process like this, like you get like all your demons come out because people are poking at your most sensitive spots with like a deadpan expression. Like no one knows like what triggers and landmines like exist for you until you're going through a transformational process. So, fast forward to now, like I love my breasts and I want to allow myself to love my breasts. Sure, they're not perfect. Sure, they've had history. Sure, they've gone through things, but my implants do make them look better. They do enhance their shape. They do enhance their size. They do make them look more uh, natural, actually, um, because they restored a lot of this loss that I've had, and they look more natural than they did prior, and um, in terms of, like, where the volume and weight distribution is, and if you have an eye like me, like, if you're, like, a hyper Virgo, um, completely chart is completely ruled by Venus, like, I'm a Libra rising and a Leo moon, and everything I have is in Venus, and it's, like, I don't know a lot about astrology, but I know enough to know that I'm completely ruled by Venus, which indicates perfectionism, beauty above all else, luxury, all of that stuff, and so it's just my code, right, but, it's like um, I just want to allow myself fully to love them, and most of the days I do. I don't want to feel worried about okay. Well, I have to explant one day; they don't last forever. Um, or, like, I want to feel like I will love them then as well, and I will do what I need to do to feel great about them. And I know that it's an a privilege to have breasts and there are people listening who have probably had mastectomies and mastectomies and um, procedures that are like in comparison to what I've had like a lot more frightening and overwhelming and and and, dis- and disfiguring and I don't mean that in a, in a harmful way but I feel like the reduction that I had was also disfiguring in a way because it was you know, I was just too young. It's not that it, it's not that I wouldn't have gotten a reduction. It's that I would I would have gotten it later. I probably would have been more part of the process versus totally like avoid it and checked out. And I would have like had more discussion about the scar pattern and the size and all of that stuff. Like, it would have been more like they took three and a half pounds out, and that was just very traumatic and dramatic to do to a sixteen year old girl. And I'm trying to like this episode may or may not get published (laughs) but i know that i need to talk through this right now because i need healing and part of being vulnerable is just like and allowing healing to flow to you is just speaking the things into reality that you need support with so that's what i'm doing but anyway so it's not about accepting yourself at all costs Like if people who have had uh, dramatic weight losses want to have surgeries that remove excess skin, I support you. If you've gone through something that is like, okay, I really need to do this for myself because it makes me feel whole. It makes me feel good in my skin. It makes me feel like I can stand up and express myself the way I want to. Remember, number two of the embodied beauty pillars is to maintain and improve what you can within the realm of reality. If something is in the realm of reality that will make you feel dramatically better and that's what you need at that time of your life, do it. Do it, but do it for you. Like my husband did not, we weren't married at the time, but he didn't want me to get implants. He didn't care. He didn't think I needed anything. He wasn't like he thought he needed nothing to change. And but I did because I wasn't feeling fully in my body, and it did help me. So I'm here to contradict a lot of things you hear in natural beauty, which is like natural or bust, natural above all else, and I offer natural options, and I think oftentimes, most often, natural options are actually the best options when it comes to like the physical outcome, like I've seen gua sha and massage do better things than Botox and fillers, I've seen it make your skin look better, I think when I see people on TV, like on infomercials and stuff, and they have like 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 frozen smooth shiny foreheads and then like wrinkly from the bottom like from the eyes down and like that looks weird to me or when i see people who like can't move their face because they're like you know trying to look young and all, younger at all costs like that doesn't look better than like having radiant skin that moves like it just doesn't look better and my skin moves now you know it's like i'm noticing things changing it's like god damn it it's not about um being Perfect. It's about accepting where you're at and celebrating who you are and celebrating wh- who you've been and who you're going to be and allowing yourself to be okay with all your choices. Like, again, like all the things I've talked about, but I don't feel like I've talked about them when I've been in a state like this where I'm struggling myself to accept. And it's like, I felt this pain and tension bubbling up like in my left breast. And that's when I feel all my breast emotions. It's all my left one. And for some reason, a lot of women I know who've had breast surgeries, the left one is always the one that's like, not always, but often the one that causes them like issue. And I think it's because it's such a heart center focus. And it's like more of the feminine side and the self-love and the self-acceptance. And this is the breast that's more dense. And then I've had like fibroids in and I've um, done so much healing work between the um, the self-fascial techniques that I've done and that I've developed and the energetic breast and heart center healing that I've done. And it's still a journey because there's layers. It's layers. It never ends. It's like there are so many layers to peel back that are your journey back to yourself. And so the reason why I bring up the the balanced beauty spectrum and the um, the uh, the idea of empowerment is that To beat a dead horse, sorry, just to reiterate my point, it's not about being perfect and it's not about being natural all the time. Like, I want you to do things that are the best possible thing for your health, for your well being, and your mental health and your energetic projection to me is equally as important as using non toxic nail polish and non toxic beauty products. Like, it's equally as important to me. So, um, i'm pretty crunchy i'm pretty healthy you know i don't do i don't do um i don't use like anything synthetic on my body you know and it's really like i'm pretty and, you know someone who really uh inspired me to was Jessie golden um cause she talks about her implants a lot and um she's like i understand the paradox because like i won't even drink out of a plastic water bottle, but here I am having implants in my body and like And I, I re I really identify with that. Like, and when I was going to get my implants, I was doing a lot of research and hearing people talk about it. And like a lot of hippies, like a lot of women who were like, I care about my, my feeling feminine. I care about this. And I, I feel like, um, I've had talks with my body. Like, will you accept this? And, um, and I've talked to Jesse Golden, who was talking to you about, um, about like the, the energy we have about our implants too. like changes how our body accepts them or not. And some people I understand their body won't accept them. And I understand that. I feel like my body felt better. I feel like I, when I first got my implants, I felt this like swirling healing vibration going through my body. And it was like, I felt whole, I felt restored. I felt complete. And I do even now. So more so, um, but the other thing was someone was like, um, even hippies like want titties also. And it, I get it because it's like, I really get it. And it's funny how like a lot of the things we do in the name of beauty are not for men. Like, I really feel like it, we have it wrong. <laughs> like when we talk about like, Oh, she got implants for men, like whatever. Not really. Like, I don't think so. Men are like, men are baffled by the things we do to our bodies. Like I was, I met a girl, um, I met a girl in the ocean, and she was so beautiful and so wonderful, and she, um, we just randomly met, I was so drawn to her, and she turns out she's an exotic dancer, she's a dancer, and she was telling me that, like, she sees, and she's completely natural, like, no eyelash extensions, no hair extensions, like, no, not, no fake nails, like, nothing, no fake breasts, (laughs) I mean, I say fake breasts very loosely, because it's sensitive subject for me, obviously, but, um, she, she was saying how like men don't even like know how to respond to like the eyelashes and the hair extensions and like all the stuff we do. Like it's not for them. Like they're like baffled by it. Like the, the, the basis of attraction is so primal and so energetic that it's like you don't have to be like a Barbie doll to like be the highest, like you know, the highest value woman in the room. Like it's just not how it works, and we're learning that. It's really all comes down to how you feel about yourself. So make empowered choices from place of healing yourself. Showing up for yourself, that's the most important thing. And like permission to love your titties if they are not 100% natural, I'm using air quotes. Like I wanna say that all women are natural women and you make natural choices and you make less natural choices sometimes, but it does not take away from your value or whether or not you are a natural woman. Like if you are a human on this planet and you are walking this earth, you are a natural woman. And that's all I have to say about that. So thank you for listening to this episode and for sticking with me and for letting me get the healing that I needed because it's hard to show up when I'm processing such deep emotions in myself. And if you made it through my choked up portion of this episode, I am just so grateful and I'm sending you so, so, so many blessings because I can't heal in isolation. And you can't heal in isolation. It's just not possible and i think that self-love and self-nurturing is the answer and this is what we need right now and i'm really just opening my heart to you because i don't want anyone to feel like this alone because we're not meant to process things alone we're meant to process things together we're meant to be together and that's how we heal so if you are having any breast related um embodiment issues i have like you know if you are um if you've nursed babies and you feel disconnected from them if they've changed and you feel disconnected from them if you've had surgeries and you have scar tissue and you feel disconnected a numbness pain tenderness i created something called the breast embodiment massage workshop and it's just um, my experience as a body worker and a massage therapist and all the different techniques i have adapted in my own practice for myself. Um, based on my fascial knowledge and my experience with breast stuff because it's a very different dynamic type of working. Um, it's um, I've created certain techniques to really get into the connective tissue matrix of your breasts and um, also energetic visualizations to reconnect yourself to your breast. And this is things that I do constantly because I need it all the time and the heart space is um, a big theme in 2024. So the Breast Embodiment Massage Workshop... A recording is available and I'll link it below in the show notes. I'm also holding a Woman's Circle, a self-love activation workshop that's live. That's on Wednesday, December 13th, $33. And I'm going to do a self-love activation to help root you into that deep self-connection and shifting the way you see yourself so that you can shift the way others see you too. And this is just radical self-acceptance i'm unclear on what my purpose is fully in this world but i am following the breadcrumbs and i really feel like it's all about helping women to connect to themselves to make empowered choices to love themselves and walk through life like the absolute goddess that you are that's really all i'm here to do for you right now and all i have the energy for that's like the focus so if you are interested in any of that um please feel free to join ask me questions if you want. You can DM me about it. And thank you for your stars and your reviews and your subscriptions and your downloads. It really helps me. And thanks for helping me share my purpose and also listening to me be all choked up. (laughs) I love you so much. I'm really grateful for you. Oh, popping back in because I actually forgot to mention something about the balanced beauty spectrum and natural choices versus unnatural choices. And the whole point is that it is a journey back to yourself And the choices that you make are like a bridge. So sometimes a more unnatural choice might support you where you are, but the closer you get to yourself, you'll find the less you need the things that are more unnatural, like the less you will feel compelled to Botox, the less you will feel compelled to do things that are uh, potentially harmful to your system at at the compromise of supporting your mental health. So... That's really what this is, too. It's like harm reduction in beauty and making choices for yourself at the time based on where you are in your self development and your self growth and your self connection. So, the things that you may have needed months ago, years ago, you might not need anymore because you've evolved and you've changed. I hope you can hear the birds out here. I'm standing in the mist underneath a tree canopy with some birds, re-listening to this episode, deciding if I have the guts to share it, (laughs) and adding on one thing that I forgot, which is, as you change, so will your choices. But it's all about meeting yourself where you are, and self-love and acceptance comes from radical ownership of what you've done and what you will do, because what you don't own, owns you. So it's all about being empowered. Love you so much. Thanks again.